So that's a great thing too about hosting a bar is, you know, guests are in there, you know, getting beverages, snacking, hopefully on some appetizers. They're yeah. getting to know people who maybe they wouldn't have gotten to know. They're engaging with one another. They're socializing and they're not like looking at their clock wondering like, when's dinner and... Welcome to the Colorado Wedding Podcast, the ultimate place to plan your Colorado wedding. From luxury weddings to intimate elopements, we'll guide you through planning your wedding in the beautiful state of Colorado. We're your hosts, Josh and Brian. And we're here to give you insider tips and advice from all kinds of Colorado wedding experts. Join us and discover the best ways to reduce wedding stress and design your unique wedding day. Hello and welcome to the Colorado Wedding Podcast. My name is Josh. I'm the, the owner of Ascend Media. And this is my friend Bailey. She works at Sweetheart Winery as the events and brand manager. And today we're talking about alcohol sales in the wedding event space and really the reasons to host an open bar at least through cocktail hour. So Bailey has five um, really intriguing points as to the pros of hosting that open bar. And these points really, really provide a convincing argument. And now brides and grooms have just so many ways they're spending money. Yeah. But um, I think we'll see that really hosting that open bar really is gonna be a great way to spend a little money. Um, it really makes your guests feel so welcome and comfortable. Yeah. And, um, you know, they came from along, they come from all over the country, they're valuable to you. And it just provides a mood, and especially on the dance floor, that is just just really valuable. So we're going to jump in. So Bailey, um, we have a five points here, and they're all great ideas. Can you jump in on the, your first one here of hosting beverages? What do you think about that? Yes, absolutely. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, so in my experience hosting your bar, which basically for anyone who's not familiar with some of the terminology there. So there's hosted bars, there's cash bars. Hosted bars just means that you're covering your guests' bar tab, like you're covering their drinks, you're treating them to that. Um, a cash bar is when they pay for their own. So I really recommend hosting a bar for your guests at least through cocktail hour. Um, if not for the whole event, at least make it through that cocktail hour time. And my first reason for that is because that gives you as the couple that opportunity, at least that one hour time during cocktail hour yeah. to really be capturing all of those incredible wedding photos that you want and that you're going to be looking at for years to come. You don't have your guests kind of wandering around unsure of what to do they're being treated to beverages and even better, maybe some snacks, hosting appetizers during cocktail hour is always yeah. great too. It really just helps entertain your guests and occupy them for that time period so that you can kind of be off together. The two of you, your wedding party maybe, just getting those photos taken without kind of having people coming up to you constantly, so. Yeah, and as a wedding videographer myself, that time is really crucial. Yes taking the couple away and grabbing some photos right after they just got married. It can be a really great time for photos and video. So that makes total sense. Yeah, it's super important. And those photos, they like, I mean, I still look at mine <laughs> Yeah, all the time, so yeah. Okay, so our second reason that you have for hosting an open bar, at least through cocktail hour, is it gives your guests really something to do. 
um, and ushers them into like the, the next phase of the day. Can you yeah. elaborate on that a little bit more? Yeah. So like I said, with that first reason, it's giving you something to really like entertain and engage your guests. They're not bug- bugging you while you're taking photos. Yeah. But then closely tied to that is my second point of, um, in my experience, I've seen that when couples have cash bars for their wedding, guests tend to get very restless and impatient for the reception to start and where's dinner. (laughs) And um, so they kind of are wandering into the reception space before it's really time. Um, They're kind of just like anxious, anxious and restlessly wandering and just wondering what's next yeah. rather than really like socializing with each other. So that's a great thing too about hosting a bar is, you know, guests are in there, you know, getting beverages, snacking, hopefully on some appetizers. They're yeah. getting to know people who maybe they wouldn't have gotten to know. They're engaging with one another. They're socializing and they're not like looking at their clock wondering like, one's dinner and um, it just makes things smoother um, for when dinner service does begin. They're not already grumpy because then they've at least had a drink, you know, they're relaxed, they're happy. Um, They've had some snacks, so they're not like hovering over the buffet if you have a buffet. They're not like looking around if you have a plated dinner, like when is our server gonna get to me? Yeah. Um, And I mean, it's just, it's the way people are, right? Like we need, we need our food and drinks. So it just makes guests generally happier, which is again, like I said, closely tied to that first point, but a little bit different because also what it will do is it will make your guests more attentive when you then are introduced as the couple. So if you have like a grand introduction um, of the two of you, of your wedding party, Again, they have their drinks, they're happy, they're focused on like why they're there. You know, your MC or DJ can make that grand announcement. A big trend right now is for couples to come in and immediately go into their first dance after being introduced. So you really yes, do have yeah. like a happy captive audience. Yeah. They all have their free beverages, you know, and they're not just like ready for the night to <laughs> totally to be at dinner time there it eases there it them is. up and yeah exactly them, and and that that really brings us into your third point here of those guests have come from all across country in some yes. cases and they're important to you yes absolutely i mean hopefully the people at your wedding are important to you otherwise they wouldn't be on your list and i understand that there's you know like your parents invite so-and-so and and you don't really know them. But I mean, at the end of the day, these guests have chosen to be there to celebrate your milestone of marriage. Yeah. And I just feel like hosting beverages at at a minimum through cocktail hour, again, like great if you can go beyond that. Um, But for that as a minimum, it just really makes your guests feel valued and that you're appreciative that they've made that time and effort to come. Yeah. They've spent money, they've come and made the effort to come out and celebrate with you. And just from your side as the couple, it communicates like, this is an amazing thing that's worth celebrating. Like, we're going to celebrate. Yes, it is a party because, like, we're getting married and that's amazing and we're spending the rest of our lives together, you know? So it's communicating that importance that you're placing on the day that it's not just like, okay, yeah, like, get together 
it's a huge milestone and you're willing to invest in that. Totally. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, our next point here, you've talked about how, you know, p- people at a party, they w- they're going to drink alcohol anyway. So yes. if you don't, if you aren't having an open bar, there's a greater chance that some people will just bring in their own. Yes. And it's against regulations. Absolutely. Can you expound a little bit more on that and how you think about that as an event coordinator? Yeah. And I mean, obviously, there's a little bit of that bias on my side, right, as working as the venue. Yeah. So as the venue, that is detrimental to us if guests are bringing in and sneaking in outside alcohol that flies in the face of our liquor licensing, like we could get in huge trouble or like even have our license suspended. Um, so venues think about that and they, that's why they have, you know, if you look through wedding contracts, every venue is going to have something in their contract about outside food, usually outside beverages because it's a big thing. But, um, also it's important for the couples and they need to know that. So most venues, including Sweetheart Winery, um, have policies and rules in place about not allowing in outside alcohol. There are some exceptions to that rule. There are some venues that are, you know, BYOB. Yeah. Um, but a lot of venues in this area, they provide that. And, yeah. it, you know, it's a service and there's different ways that venues go about that. Um, so by, in, by not having an open bar... I have seen it definitely incentivizes and encourages guests to just sneak in their own beverages. Um, And that's not only detrimental to the venue, but it's also putting you as the couple at risk for losing your deposit. Most, most venues take damage deposits. Yeah. That's a lot of times a part of it. So you're risking losing that money. So, you know, you're not spending the money on the bar, but then you could be spending more money losing yeah. your deposit. Yeah. And that's how you guys really make a living is by selling alcohol, yeah, too. I mean, we're a winery. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, I mean, our most of our wedding couples, you know, they appreciate the beauty of the Colorado outdoors and fine wine. That's really like who we serve and who we are. Totally. Um, that's where those two worlds meet together right yes, here. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, that's a big part of it for us. Um, and like I said, other venues in this area, I know even if they're not a wine manufacturer or winery, they still do rely on some of that um, in terms of like bar service for other types of beverages. So awesome. Well, those great thoughts. To tie it all up, your point number five on here makes a ton of sense. And that's just with a little alcohol in your system and getting it in a little bit early, it, it just makes for probably a more fun and lively party, especially yes. on the dance floor. Yes, definitely. I mean, I don't know. I'm a little bit of an introvert. And so I definitely need a little bit of like liquid courage to get out <laughs> there on the dance floor. And I think I mean, even the most extroverted among us. Yes. That's just the, it's just a universal truth. You, people definitely loosen up more once they've had a drink. Um, You know, they, again, like I mentioned earlier, they start socializing with each other. They start getting to know each other. Um, You just build new relationships and new friendships, which then translates into a more fun reception because I have witnessed this, that, 
dance floors are packed, they're fun, they're energetic, yeah. and there's an open bar. And I mean, again, it can vary, but um, again, like yes. in my experience, cash bars, they fizzle a little bit yeah. faster. That is... <laughs> People get tired, they're ready to go home. <laughs> yeah, that's great insight. I think a lot of brides and grooms don't totally consider that. They just think, oh, hosting an open bar, it's gonna cost me a couple extra thousand. They don't really realize the impacts just on the social mood in yeah. the room. I, I didn't even consider that at my wedding, but that's really insightful. I think that's really helpful to at least know when yeah. you're making all the money decisions and there's, I mean, things get expensive. There's thousands of dollars yeah. to play. And that's fair. And it, and that's where you have to just be smart about what you're choosing to invest in and see the value behind yeah. like what it's going to do for your overall experience. Totally. Um, Cause there are certainly, and we can get into this maybe in another, <laughs> but there are definite ways like to save that I would say don't really impact your experience as much. Yes. And then there are ways where mm -hmm. you can really ensure that people are going to have fun, that you're going to have fun. Yeah. And it doesn't always like, you know, it's not always what we've heard in the w wedding industry over and over again. It's like things that you maybe don't always expect that make a big difference. Yeah, so. totally. Well, I think uh, this, this one is definitely something to invest in. Yeah, who does not like yeah. free wine? I Seriously. mean, <laughs> you got me. Also, to any party with an open bar. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, thanks so much for all these thoughts. Um, really insightful information to all our Colorado couples getting married. Um, so you're the events and brand manager here at Sweetheart Winery. Just yes, beautiful winery in Love in Colorado. Could you give us just a, a real quick snippet of you know what you do and what you guys do here at the winery? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'll kind of start with my side of the business because we do kind of play multiple roles in the community. So yeah. um, as the event manager here, I manage weddings overall and um, also our non-wedding events. So like corporate events and things like that. Um, and then I do have a team of day of coordinators who I oversee as well. And they work kind of um, more on the day of with couples on the wedding, providing okay. that hands-on service the day of, but I'm kind of overlooking and overseeing all of it. Um, I oversee sales of weddings and then communication point of contact things with couples as well. Um, and then I work with our vendors and make sure that our vendors lists are up to date and all of that fun stuff. And then I also you know, play a role in the brand management side of things, which is just, again, kind of overseeing our marketing strategies, our experience that guests have, making sure that all of that is in alignment of what we want to represent yeah. and who we are as a business, um, making sure that culture is steady across all facets of our business. Um, well, you guys have a, a great public image for sure. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that. Totally. We are, we're small, family owned, but um, but yeah, definitely making strides in the last five years since opening. So, and a lot of that is in great part to awesome vendors like you guys and just people who are supporting us. So we appreciate that. Totally. Well, thanks so much. Um, if we were to find you guys online on social media, what would be the best place to do that? Yeah. So we do have Instagram and Facebook accounts, um, Sweetheart Winery and Event Center, um, 
you can find us at both of those. We stay pretty active on those. Yeah. Um, we also post, so on the other side of like our event business is the winery itself. So we make our own wine. Um, we have a full tasting room. Um, so we do host like winery events, which are different, yeah. like they're ticketed events. And um, that those are always posted to Eventbrite at the time being. For the time being, that's where we're selling our tickets to our winery related events. So those are like wine and chocolate pairings, wine and cheese pairings. We do yoga and wine and bar and wine. All good and combos. Concerts <laughs> and things like that. So Eventbrite is a great way if anybody's like, interested to see those types of things um and then our website of course is a great resource for people interested in weddings and events so um our wedding page our event page they have ways to contact me um, okay. and then they also just have like our brochures are there so people can see right away our pricing like we like to be transparent with that um, they can see our vendor list and see who we like to work yeah. with right away so that they hopefully have a good feel for us already before they go and schedule that tour. We want to make sure that we're a really good fit for whatever couple comes our way. So does that help totally. answer uh, totally. your question? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being with me today um, on the podcast. We really appreciate all your insight. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Well, thank you guys for tuning in today. Again, this is the Colorado Wedding Podcast, the ultimate place to plan your Colorado wedding. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Colorado Wedding Podcast. We hope you found our tips insightful for planning your Colorado wedding. For all the free wedding planning tools, checklists, and guides, go to coloradoweddingguides.com. Don't forget to rate us on Apple and Spotify and be sure to follow us on Instagram at CO Wedding Podcast. We appreciate you and hope you have the best wedding possible. See you next time.